Welcome to the Emmanuel Church Podcast, where we believe God is with us and speaks to us wherever we're at, whether at work, home, or on the move. We'd love for you to be connected with us by visiting us at myemmanuelchurch.com or any social media platform using at myemmanuelchurch. Thanks for being with us, and we hope you enjoy this message. Good morning. I think it's the morning. Good morning. Go ahead and have a seat. Thank you for joining us. If you are here watching us online, thank you for being here as well. Um, I hope that you are having a good Sunday morning so far. We hope that you are ready to celebrate Turkey Day. Uh, Thanksgiving Day this week. I don't know if you've got plans or if you you got some turkey already ready. Uh, I know some people make it a big deal and they have like their plans for days already to like prepare the turkey and stuff. I, I've never, never had that experience because uh, I've never cooked the turkey. I do like to cook, but I've never cooked the turkey. But I hope you are having a blessed Thanksgiving week and you will have a blessed Thanksgiving week. Um, this week, we are not going to be, uh, also having our e-groups this week, just, um, a, uh, reminder about that. But if you are here and you want to continue to support this ministry, uh, you can give online by going to mymanualchurch.com slash give, or you can text 84321 with the amount you want to give, or you can give in person if you are here, here in person. Also be praying for our youth group. They're going to be, uh, I will be going with them, but we'll be heading out to San Antonio, Texas this week, uh, Thursday to Friday for a youth convention, uh, event and, uh, uh, called shift youth convention. So we are excited. Our students are excited for that. Uh, and it's been a while since they've had an event in person. Um, um, it's been a while since we've had an event. My wife was trying to tell me, so I have no idea what she's saying. Testing. Oh, yeah. yes. Uh, we just want to encourage the students if you are, uh, feeling ill to be able to make sure to test, get a test before. So we know that you are COVID-19 test so that we make sure that you are good to go. We don't want you getting sick or we don't want you getting others sick. We want to take as many precautions as possible. Uh, thank you for the reminder because I did forget about that. Uh, but this, this Sunday today, we are in our week three series. Next week, we're going to have our senior pastor share with us. Uh, so you'll take a little bit, I'll take a little bit of a break and she will be sharing with us, Pastor Mary, uh, next week to close out the month of November. Uh, but today we are continuing the series, The Lost Art of Gratitude with week three. And the title of my message today is Looking Through the Right Lens. Looking Through the Right Lens. And we are going to look at gratitude in terms of worship today. In terms of its connection to worship and its connection to the presence of God. And that's something that I have uh, been talking that we are going to get to, but we wanted to, I wanted to build up because we need to know what gratitude was, how important it is to our lives, how we need it. We need to know how to cultivate gratitude in our lives so that we can be grateful and not bitter, angry people. We don't want that. 
We don't want people knowing uh, our church as people that that's the church that has all the angry people in it. No, we don't want that. You know, we want to be grateful. We want to be filled with joy. But we also want to look at how gratitude is related to worship and the presence of God. And so I have two scriptures again. Our, our main scripture that I've been reading, First Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 to 18. And Psalm chapter 100, verses uh, 1 to 5. And First Thessalonians 5, 16 to 18 says like this, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Being grateful, being rejoicing, being, being in prayer, this is God's will for us. And in relation to worship, we see it throughout the scripture, how, how being thankful, how being, how having gratitude connects to worship and connects to the presence of God. And this is very clear in Psalm chapter 100. And it says like this, the psalmist writes, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us. We are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. For his faithfulness continues throughout the ages. Right there, verse 4 gives us that glimpse. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. It's talking about the temple features of the courts and the gates of the temple. And it says those were symbolic of once you entered into those places, you were entering into a place that had the presence of God in it. And so as if you want to enter into his presence, be joyful, worship, and enter the gates with gratitude into the gates with thanksgiving. So as we, before we get into that, there is a phenomenon, I don't know if you've heard of it, called the frequency illusion. It's called something else from time to time. But it's this idea, this experience that you have when you want something or have something and suddenly you notice that it's everywhere. It's just everywhere. You're like, you know, I've been no, I've been needing a new, I don't know, phone, and then you start noticing everyone's phones. Like, you may have never paid attention to their phone before, but suddenly you you notice. And I think that's something that happens sometimes because sometimes people look ask me. It's like, is that a new phone? It's like, man, I've had this phone for like three years, but they're suddenly noticing it. They're suddenly looking at it. When I, when I first got my Jeep, when I first started looking for Jeeps, I, I was like, man, I'm going to get a Jeep because it's something I've always wanted and I'll be unique. I'll be different. And then the moment I got a Jeep, I started noticing there are Jeeps everywhere. And not only there are Jeeps everywhere, they have like this community that you don't even know exists unless you have a Jeep. I started people, like I started driving in my Jeep and I started noticing people waving at me like this. I'm like, what is that? What are they doing? Like, I've never had people acknowledge me on the road before. It's weird. 
And then suddenly doing that and they have their own language and community. And it's like, I didn't notice any of this before, but now I started to notice it because it was something that I had or something that I had wanted. And that happens a lot with whatever we might want. We start suddenly thinking about, oh, I want a burger. And then you start noticing every single commercial, every single billboard that has to do with Whataburger. I don't know. Or wherever you like to eat burgers. We start noticing all of the time. And this can be something that's annoying to us sometimes, but it can also be something that is good. And when it comes to the presence of God, when it comes to God, having gratitude and having and hand in hand with worship allows us to be more aware of God in our lives. It allows us to be more aware of God in our lives. Because gratitude and worship, first of all, go hand in hand. Worship is a form of gratitude. You know, we come up here every Sunday and we sing songs. We sing along with the band. Maybe you don't. Uh, maybe you're like, I don't even know the words and you can't read fast enough on the screen. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like that on subtitles and movies. And I'm like, they, they didn't keep it up long enough for me to be able to see the lyrics. And, or not the lyrics, or the, the words. Because sometimes, I, I wish they had subtitles in movie theaters. Because I, I don't even understand sometimes what they're saying. It's like, what did they say? What did they say? What's going on? But but we have that. We worship and gratitude go hand in hand. It's because it's not just the songs. It's where they come from. It's how we sing them. It's what we're doing it for. But it's more than just songs. It, there's a lot that worship entails. Worship is part uh, of what we do when we take communion, when we remember the sacrifice of Christ. The cross of Jesus and what he did for us, that communion is part of worship. Worship is how we love people and how we live uh, in, in the world around us, how we treat those that are around us, how we live out the calling that God has called us to. Worship is art. It is so many, there are so many ways that we can take up something to worship God. And it doesn't have to be what everybody likes. You know, because we all worship in our own way. There are some people that I know that they like metal, heavy metal music, like screamo music that I can't even understand. Like they can understand. It's like, I know the lyrics. I know what they're saying. Well, I don't. Good for you, but not me. And we all have our own preferences and types of music. And just because we like one over the other doesn't mean that someone cannot worship in that way. It's unique to us. It's interesting how we can take anything and turn it in to worship for God. And it, it has to come, though, from a place within our hearts and of gratitude. Because you can worship when you're angry. Sure. You can come to church and you can be angry and you can sing the songs. You can do that. You can be bitter. You can be upset about something. You can complain about something. I don't let the music's too loud. This is this is that. This is that. Or you know, oh man, that 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 sister, she's wearing the same outfit as me. Why? You know, we 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 can do that. We can worship in, in another sense, in another attitude, and we can be angry and we can be unhappy and we can worship, but it's just not the same. Worship is part gratitude. 
It's about us expressing our love, our appreciation, our thankfulness for God and who he is and what he's done for us. When we have gratitude, we are in the right frame of mind. We are in the right space to be able to worship. And make no mistake, though, it, like I said, like various styles of music and ways of worshiping God, gratitude can also look differently because you can worship and be grieving. You can be grieving something, the loss of something or the loss of someone. And your tears are a form of gratitude. An expression to God. Gratitude in times of difficulty can be the ability to just simply get up in the morning and say, I'm at least I am here in this moment. I don't feel great and I might not feel the presence of God or I may not feel the best in this moment, but it is what I can do to sit up today and say, I am grateful that I am here in this moment. Gratitude looks different, but it gives us the proper lens for life. Worship gives us the proper lens for life. And what I mean by that is that worship magnifies God and gives us the proper perspective about our lives. You ever use a magnifying glass? I feel like I don't see enough. I don't see magnifying glasses like anywhere nowadays. Like the, the, like when I was a kid, I remember having a magnifying glass in my house. And I would be lying if I said I didn't try to use it to start a fire. Uh, you know, because that's something that they show in cartoons and stuff. You use a magnifying glass. It's a thing that can happen. But a magnifying glass, if you see it, the purpose is to make something larger. Nowadays, we don't, we don't have that, but we have technology that does, that accomplishes the same purpose. If you want to zoom in on something, you take out your phone camera and like zoom in all the way. It's like, what, what's going on here? Or you can change your screen settings in your tablets and phones and things like that to make the text larger or to make the screen and images larger so that you can see better. The purpose is to get a better perspective, get a better view of what you're trying to look at. That's what it's for, that, to magnify something is that. So when I talk about worship magnifying God, it allows us to see God clearer in the moment. Because it can be difficult to see God in our lives when we're focused on what is happening around us. And that diminishes our gratitude and that diminishes our worship. If we're focused just simply on the difficulties of life, then we miss the opportunities for gratitude. We miss the opportunities to worship. If we're focused on how hard things are, how we feel all of the time, because sometimes our emotions are important, but sometimes we have to walk through it to be able to get to the other side. We, we, we don't always understand it or we, we don't always understand how, how we can shift our focus. But sometimes it is a matter of allowing ourselves to whatever we are feeling in those moments to take some time to worship anyway. Whether it be looking at God and saying, I'm thankful that I am just alive today. I am thankful that I have a place to sleep. I am thankful for a roof over my head. I am thankful that I had something to eat today. I am thankful that I have something to wear. It can start small. 
Because some gratitude doesn't have to be huge. Gratitude doesn't have to be, you know, someone blessed you with a Pentecostal handshake. If you don't know what that is, that's someone that gives you a handshake and they got money in it. They go buy a hamburger. It's a $50 bill. Where am I going to buy a $50 hamburger? It's not big things. It's not that you got a new house. It's not always that you got a new house that you should be grateful for that. You got a new car. You got a new this. You got a new. But it can be the small things that allow us to step forward and worship. So we can start to see that it's not just that our lives aren't just full of problems. Because if, if that's all we're focusing on, that, that's our lens. Our lens is clouded. Our magnifying lens is clouded. We can't see properly. We aren't seeing what is worth, what, what life is worth, what God has brought to the table. Worship allows us to get that clearer picture of God, of our lives. It allows us to, it keeps us from losing sight of what's important. Because worship isn't just like some people, I've heard people say that worship is like, well, I don't understand worshiping God. Does, is he, does he have this such big ego that he needs to be worshiped? That he needs all the praise and adoration? I mean, it's nice, you know, when people tell you, it's like, oh, I like your outfit today. Ooh, I like that. Come on. Thank you. I like shoes. I like this. I like that. Oh, you did this. You did that. It feels good. When I, when I, sometimes, especially for me, when I feel like I have preached the worst sermon of my entire life and my wife tells me that was great. And I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus. It makes you feel good. But that's not what it's about. God is not in this or doesn't receive worship so that he can feel good or better about himself. Worship is about being focused on God, not for his own benefit, for our own. It puts us in the right frame of mind for life. It helps us keep our eyes focused to walk in step with the Spirit, to walk in step with Jesus. It helps us to get a bigger picture of what is going on. Because when we worship God, we start to remember, we start to see all the good that he has actually done before. All the things that he has brought us through up to that moment. All of the, all of the difficulties that we thought we could not make it through, but we made it to the other side. We start to remember that God is not out of... Out of control. The, the situations in our lives are not out of sight of His control. That He is walking with us and that we aren't alone in all of this. That we don't miss what's important. When we worship, we allow ourselves to see what we would otherwise ignore. When we are, have gratitude in our lives, we, we, we allow ourselves to see what we would otherwise ignore. Because it's easy to forget. It's easy to lose sight of the big picture. It's easy to get into a space and a way of living that simply ignores what we have. Because we focus on what we lack instead. Or what we cannot do instead of what we can do or have done. Worship allows us to get that bigger picture. And worship allows us, worship and gratitude allow us to be aware, more aware of God's presence. Have you ever heard someone tell you, 
Well, God is with you. God is here in this place. And it doesn't feel like it. Or the presence of God is here in this place, but it doesn't feel like it. Or you're not aware of it. Or it, it, it's, it just doesn't hit you. God is with you and you're going through something difficult and it's like, I don't see it. I feel, in fact, like God has abandoned me. Like I am alone in this moment. But gratitude and worship allow us to be more aware of God's presence because God is with us all of the time. That is true. That That is what something that we learn from what the word of God tells us. Jesus promised, he says, I will be with you till the end of the age. Then I'm not leaving you. He says, in fact, I send the Holy Spirit to live in you, be with you on a daily basis. And the word, the word also tells us that God is so magnificent and so, like, big, so much bigger than us that he holds the universe in the palm of his hands and so that he can be with us at any time, in any place, in any space, no matter where we are at. And while this is true, our minds don't always connect that truth to our reality. And so when we worship and we have gratitude in our lives towards God, then we get a picture of the truth that God is with us in that moment. If we lack it, we won't be able to see God, even if he might be standing right beside us. I used to have this habit of uh, sneaking up on people. Maybe I still do. I don't know. Some people get afraid when I show up. Uh, uh, you know, they go quiet. You know, that, that just might be because I'm the pastor. It's like, shh, the pastor's here. Don't talk anymore. But I used to have this habit, like, especially when I was a, a teenager, because people would tell me, I was like, where did you come from? You're like, so quiet. And I was such a quiet person that I could just kind of like step up behind people and I'd just stand there until they noticed I was there. And it scared them. And it was funny to me. I'd laugh every time. I don't know. If it, probably what, it probably was kind of mean. I'm sorry if I ever did that to you, but I, I used to do that. And the thing about it is, is like in those moments, I, I thought like, how can they not notice that I'm here? I'm like standing right beside them. But humans have this way of not perceiving things. We can zone out, we can tune out, we can turn things off. We can sometimes, so we, we, there, there are people that have selective hearing and they only hear certain things or that they are, they have selective view that they only see certain things in that moment. We just ser- simply block things out until it's right in front of us sometimes. And sometimes even then we don't see it. I mean, that, that's just a picture of the Bible in the, in the times of Jesus. They were looking for the Messiah and he was right in front of them right, and talking to them and they just didn't see it. They were seeing him with their own eyes and sometimes we are like that with God. We don't see it. But with worship, we create a frequency illusion. See, I brought it back. We create this frequency illusion. The more we are grateful, the more we talk about how much gratitude we have for God, the more we allow ourselves to worship in our daily lives, the more we will be able to be aware of God's presence. Because we are never going to see him if we're not even thinking about him. We're never going to see God if we never realize or we never talk about him. It's like, I remember, I mean, when I was uh, uh, in a new relationship with my wife, when we first started dating, 
We wanted to keep it real quiet at first. We didn't tell people. But it was kind of hard because I just, like, wanted to talk about her. Um, and so I did. I had, I had my, my best friend. I, I did tell him. I, he was, like, one of the few people that knew. And I would tell him. I was like, I talked to, her, I talked to him about her. And he just started dating someone, too. So, you know, he was doing the same thing. But we, we become grateful for people when we start talking about them or when we start thinking about them more. It's the same way with God. The more we start talking about God, the more we're grateful for God, the more we talk about him or what he has done for us, the more we worship, allow ourselves to simply just take a moment in our day to say, God, I'm thankful for this moment. I'm thankful for what I have. I'm thankful for what you've done. The more we will be aware of God's presence. But it cannot be just here. See, because we have uh, the habit as Christians of making worship a Sunday thing. It's a Sunday thing. Or it's, it's the few moments that we take time in our day throughout the week to pray. And that's it. But it doesn't go with us. It doesn't go with us. We have to be able to make it practice in our lives. Gratitude practice in our lives. Worship practice in our lives. And we are going to be aware that God is with us wherever we go. So much so that it will create this, 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 this lens in our lives that we can see that we are never alone and that God is always with us. Even in the most difficult of circumstances. There was a man in the Bible, in the story, in the book of Job. And his story is pretty wild. If you've ever read the story of the book of Job, you know that he was a very wealthy man and that suddenly he lost everything. His kids, his wealth, his property, everything. Everything was gone in the same day. It was just bad news after bad news after bad news. I always hear people joke because the only thing that Job didn't lose was his wife. She was still there. And people are like, what does that say about her? I don't know. Because later she's like, curse God and die. So I don't know how the relationship was. But they had more kids later, so I guess they were okay. But he lost all of that in those moments. And in Job chapter 1, we see all of that happen. And Job's response to that is is what we can see, how we can expect ourselves to be if we are to view life through a lens of worship and gratitude. And it says, at the end of receiving all the bad news, it says, at this, Job got up, he tore his robe, and he shaved his head. He was grieving. As anyone would. As anyone would. He was grieving. But then he said, it says then, it says then he fell to the ground in worship. And he said, naked I came from my mother's womb and naked I will depart. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. 
It's insane to think that this would be someone's response to everything that just had happened. But yet, we see the uniqueness of how worship can be different in different times and stages of our lives. During times of celebration, it can be happy and full of joy. And and worship can be ecstatic and energetic. But in this moment, Job is full of life and gratitude because something that he did, we learn at the beginning of this chapter, is that every day he made sacrifices. Every day he came to worship on behalf of his family, on behalf of what God had given him, and he was so thankful. That was his daily practice in the times that he had plenty. And in the moments where he lost everything, he was grieving. And yet in his grief, He called out to God in worship and gratitude and said, I have had much and God has taken it away, but yet God is still worthy to be praised. I'm about to finish here. Life is not easy. And we've known that. We've seen that. These past couple of years, life can throw us curveballs like this. Well, we don't know what's going to happen. Where The world suddenly enters into an era of uncertainty. And it's not just you. Because sometimes we feel like, oh, I'm the only one that's feeling it that way. But no, it, it's the entirety of the, the world that we live in right now that has been thrown into a season of uncertainty and difficulty and challenges and, and a, re, a new reality for life. And we don't always know what to do, but we are called in these moments to be able to remember what is God's will for our lives, to be joyful, to pray continually, and to give thanks in all circumstances. Because worship, however it looks, whether it's singing a song, whether It's serving others. Whether it's being at home and doing something that brings you joy and brings God joy. Whatever it might look like. However it might sound. This is how we are able to live life with the right kind of lens, with the right kind of perspective. Because then we see that God, despite our circumstances, He's still good. That we can see that we are not alone, even when we feel it. That we can see that we are simply not just abandoned and broken. That there is still hope. That's what I see in Job's story. That throughout it, we see him go from this moment of praise and worship to moments of despair and uncertainty. And again, to moments of worship and understanding God better. Later in the story, he says a line that is amazing to me. Because all of this time, this is what his life has been. Gratitude and worship to God. 
And yet, in the difficulties of all of his circumstances, and then God speaking back to him, Job answered God at one point and said, Before I had simply heard of you. Before I just, I just had an idea of who you were before. I, I know now that I didn't understand you. I was grateful before, sure. I lived a life of gratitude and worship, sure. He says, but now I have seen you with my own eyes. That in my difficulty, not just in my blessing, but in my difficulty, when I have been lost everything, I understand that I was never abandoned. I understand that I was never alone. That I understand that through the suffering, I still had you with me. And I thought I knew you before, but now I see. That's, that would be my desire, my desire to live through life to say, like, I, I, I've seen God. I've known things about God. But in moments, that don't make sense sometimes, that's when I see Him and know Him and understand that worship opens those doors to being in God's presence, to knowing who He really is, to understanding that we are not alone and how much He has done for us. So that's my challenge today as we close service this morning. How can we be more aware of God's presence? How can we take it from a Sunday thing to a Monday thing, to a Tuesday thing, to a Wednesday, to a Thursday, to a Friday, to a Saturday? How can we take it daily with us? How can we be grateful? How can we be thankful? How can we worship in our lives so that we can see God's presence with us? Would you stand with me this morning? Afternoon? Evening? I don't know. All of them. Would you pray with me? I want to pray with you today. And if you have a need, let us know. If you're watching online and you have a need you want us to pray for, let us know in the chat and we'll pray for you. If you have a need here today for us to pray for you, let us know. Lift up your hand and we'll be with you. And know that life can be difficult. And it's not easy to get into a moment of worship and prayer. But like I said, we can start small. Widen our horizons. Widen our perspective. So let's pray in this moment that we would see God. Father, in this moment, we thank you. Maybe we haven't been too grateful up to this point. Maybe we've just been seeing the difficulties of life and our circumstances. Help us to change that, to shift that perspective. Help us, even if it is, just to take one simple step step to say thank you for just the fact that I am here right now. For just the fact that I am where I am. For just the fact that I can say this prayer. 
help us to learn worship and gratitude as a way of life and not just a Sunday thing so that we can be aware of you in our lives daily. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you. And again, if... We hope you've enjoyed this message. We'd love to hear your story about how you've been blessed by this ministry or how we can pray for you. To connect with us, you can email us at amen at myemmanuelchurch.com. And if you would like to support us financially, you can give online at myemmanuelchurch.com slash give. Also, if you're in the area, we'd love to see you in person for the full worship experience. Thanks again, and we hope you have a blessed week.